Hello and welcome to the Property Investing Australia podcast, where we'll be covering the right way to invest in property without taking the unnecessary risks, how to manage your money, and how to build the right mindset so that you can achieve your financial and wealth building goals. I'm your host, Nero Dambi Pillay. Hello everyone, it's Aniro here and welcome to another episode of the Property Investing Australia podcast. I'm really excited for this episode because we've got another very special guest on on the call, uh, Peter Vititam. Um, he's actually a client of Investment Rise and more importantly, what I think you'll get from this episode is his journey from someone who initially thought property investing was a good idea to then thinking you know he could do all the research read all the books uh, do it all on his own to then deciding to you know um, look for a buyer's agent uh, and then we can talk about his experience uh, with investment rise as well but first of all welcome to the show peter thank you nero well well said thank you for the introduction no my my pleasure it's great to, to have you uh, here and so I'd love to, as I just said, walk you through your journey because I know many people who listen and watch the, these episodes are in a very similar situation to you. So they're thinking about investing in, in property uh, and they're not even sure where where to, to begin. So let me ask you, what motivated you to start looking to buy an investment property? Where was that spark? Um, well, the spark came when I uh, turned 30 years old. Okay. And I kind of looked back at my life and I thought, you know, I've been working really hard for the past 10 years or so. And um, looking into the future, this is not something that I want to continue doing into my 40s and 50s. Okay. So I started doing research on, you know, what type of things can I invest in? And mm-hmm. I came across property. Yep. Because um, I've heard many people say, um, why don't you invest in property? That's going to give you a passive income. They can live off uh, when you retire. Mm-hmm. Um, at that stage, I was really, really skeptical because I, I thought, man, how, 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 how does that work? I, I don't think you can do that. It's impossible to, you know, it's just to live off property. Mm. And that's when I started uh, reading lots of books and um, listened to lots and lots of podcasts. And, mm-hmm. every, you know, um, they had one voice and that was, you know, it, it was possible. Mm-hmm. So I guess what motivated me to, to to start this journey was, you know, I don't want to be working this hard when I reach 50, my 40s and 50s. I want to spend more time with my family. So basically, oh, I just wanted more time. Yeah. And, you know, I think for, for yourself, you know, starting at, at 30, you know, um, still very, very young. I know you may not say agree with that, but um, certainly still very, very young, in, you know, in terms of getting started on the property investing uh, journey. And so, okay, so you decide, yep, you want to invest in property. The goal is so that, you know, okay, you might be happy doing what you're doing right now, um, but where, what does the future hold and how do you start putting in uh, steps right now to have more financial choices in 10, 15 years' time, whatever the case happens to to be. Um, so, look, that's a great mo- motivation. I mean, would you mind sharing with the audience, so what do you do for, for work, um, Peter? I know you're based up in Brisbane, but what, what, what do you do? Yep, so uh, I am an English teacher. Um, mm-hmm. I teach students who uh, – I basically teach international students who come to Australia and wishes to – uh, take their further studies in university. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I teach English <clears throat> uh, five days a week. Yep. Um, and you know, a lot of people say teaching is not, you know, it's not a difficult job. But in my opinion, there's a lot of preparation that goes into it. Sure. Um, so even though I do love what I do, I love teaching. Mm -hmm. I love uh, helping other people, just like you, Nero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, eventually, when I have my own family, I want to start doing less and less and less. Possible. absolutely and i think that's that's a very important point is that you love what you do right now mm -hmm. um so therefore this and you know you, it was very clear that you're not looking to uh, get rich quick this is not you know but make a million bucks tomorrow this is about sort of putting in solid steps and solid foundations right now to set up the future um you know w when you get there so here we are you've you know you're you're a teacher english teacher teaching overseas students you're starting to say, okay, how do I set myself up for the future? You start looking at, at property and you start reading books. You start listening to, to podcasts. You realize what's, what's, what's possible. Uh, but then what then stopped you from trying to do it on your own and find a property on your own? Because, you know, knowing you like I do, you know, you're a very determined guy. You definitely work hard. Uh, you, you know, are someone who can make the time where it's needed. So what sort of stopped you from trying to do it on your own? Or did you even start that process and find out there was a few issues along the way? Let me just start off by saying that there was a period of time where I thought I could do everything myself. Mm -hmm. um, initially, I had set a plan, you know, for six months. Six months, I'm going to study uh, property. That's all okay. I was going to do. I was going to read on books, listen to podcasts. Uh, six months was my, my time frame. Mm -hmm. When that six months finished, um, I hadn't even reached, you know, I, I only reached the surface of property investment. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, even though I read lots of books, listened to lots of podcasts, knowing about property investing, and actually investing in property are two different things. There's okay, so can you um, sort of, you know, build on that? Because I think that's, that's an important part. Knowing about property investing and doing the actual investing are two different things. So um, explain what you mean by that a bit more, please. Yep. So uh, I was reading lots of books on, you know, why you would invest, how you would invest. Um, but those podcasts and those uh, books, they don't really dive into the, the fine details of how to mm -hmm. approach how to approach each and every step um, mm -hmm. and what i've learned is that at every step of the way there are so many hurdles that you have to get over and the books and podcasts don't really cover that mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I, I thought to myself if i'm gonna do this i i want to do it right i don't want to yep. make a mistake because you know property investment is you know you need a lot of capital to, mm -hmm. to invest mm -hmm. so yes I, I i didn't want to make a mistake at any of the steps because i know that if you make one mistake that could affect your whole uh property portfolio yeah so yep. um even though the books and the podcasts are very useful for you to learn about property investment it doesn't actually explain the fine details of each and every step yeah yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, with, with property, and not only is it a large capital uh, outlay, whether you're looking for property at 400000 or whether you're looking at two, $2 million, it's still a lot of money. Uh, and the other thing is property is not a very liquid asset. So you can't, you know, buy it today, say, oh, I got it wrong, sell it tomorrow and walk away, right? Mm -hmm. And also there's a lot of 
costs associated with buying the property, like stamp duty, et cetera, or selling costs, real estate fees, et cetera. So, you know, yes, you really want to make sure that you get, get this right. And so you've, it seems like you've, did you begin doing any kind of research, trying to do it on your own? Um, yeah, share a bit more about that if you don't mind. Yep, I did. So, uh, after six months, when I've done my research and property investment, when I, I when I felt confident that I know enough to invest, mm -hmm. I started to look at properties within Brisbane, which is where I live. Because at yep. that stage, at that stage, I wasn't really thinking about uh, other states. I was just thinking yep. about areas where I live because I felt comfortable with that. Mm. Mm. So I started to on the weekends. I would drive to different areas of Brisbane and to see, you know. Um, uh, how how the people were living there, what kind of mm -hmm. demographics uh, in those areas. And, and what I found was it took a lot of time, took a lot of effort to do research because I was looking for mm -hmm. a property that I thought would over time grow. Mm. So I was aiming for areas that I, I thought, wow, this is such a nice area to live. In 10 years' time, this will grow. I was looking at the infrastructure. Um, and then I actually came across an area where I thought was excellent. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, it was uh, actually a property that has not been built yet. It was, so basically it was just land. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So, share a bit more. Yes, please. <laughs> and at that point I thought, wow, this would make a great investment because it was cheap. Um, mm -hmm. Just buying land uh, was much, much cheaper than buying an existing property. So I thought, wow, mm -hmm. I'm going to look more into this. I'm going to contact the developer and have a chat mm -hmm. with him and, and, and see what he says. Mm -hmm. And um, at that stage, I I felt confident. You know, I, I was mm -hmm. like, wow, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. After six mm -hmm. months of research, you know, I, I felt really, really, really confident. Okay. Um, and the more I talked to him, the more I felt, wow, I'm going into the right path. Okay. But um, the, the, the thing that, really stopped me there was that I just didn't know how to to progress there I mean uh everything that I've learned from the podcast and the books I was doing but there was just yes. small details like so how do I approach the negotiation how do I uh get the best price how do I know that I was gonna get a good return how do I know if I was gonna get renters how do I know how long the construction is gonna take all these questions started to yeah. appear and it didn't occur to me when when i was reading the books and podcasts only when you actually do it you actually know what problems and what hurdles you need to get over yes yes absolutely okay so then what sort of stopped you from um moving ahead with the uh with that particular land and building on it etc so once i found out that i had all these questions that i couldn't answer i did more research Mm -hmm. And then I found out that the research suggests that you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't invest in uh, off-plan properties. Okay, and and what was what reasons did the research offer for for that? Um, let me recall my memory. So, uh, firstly, it's a, there's a huge risk in investing in off-plan because you never know when the construction is going to be done, even though yep. you you initially have the um, your home, your home loan from the bank now. Yes. In two or three years' time, that might change. The situation might change, and uh, yes, and, you know, all of a sudden, your income might reduce, or you might have other commitments. 
And so the bank might refuse your home loan in two years' time. So Correct. Lots, Correct. Lots, yes. Lots of things can. Lots of risks. Absolutely. So, all right. So you've gone down the path of an off, off the plan property, done lots of research, probably had lots and lots of conversations. And sounds like, you know, you've spoken to the developer or anyone who's already had a stake in the game in terms of you getting that property because they were going to make a, a commission as opposed to seeing if you're if it's right for you, right? And so you've gone through the process and then you've said, okay, uh, this isn't right for me. Where do you go next? So I, I started to ask myself, how much more time do I actually want to invest in this? Mm. And the answer was, I, I really wanted to do this, but I, I can't do this alone. I mean, there, there's okay. so many unanswered questions so that's yes. when i decided okay um i need some help gotcha okay and so you know when you were looking around at, at, at properties uh and everything else just to go back back a bit you said you were looking at areas that you liked that you mm. thought would go up in in value so it seems like you were sort of making a decision just kind of based on a bit of gut feel um you know emotional how you felt with it almost guessing or winging it um to to a certain degree would that be fair to say that would be fair because uh, i told my parents about it and my parents said okay good investing in property is a good idea why don't you look somewhere nearby so i kind of listened to my friends and family as well yeah gotcha because yes you know i mean buying a property is a big big decision so i see so many you know people trying to buy close to where they live because it's it's comfortable there's a lot of uh fear driving those um d d decisions and so you've gone down that path seeing that okay it may not be right for you um first of all because you're not sure what type of property to buy and secondly it seems like despite all of your reading and and everything else you know listening and the time you invested into studying property investing you still weren't sure how to work out if an area was a good area to buy in from a capital growth and rental return per perspective. Is that is that fair to say? Correct. Yep. That's gotcha. Okay. So so you've now spent six months giving up weekends driving around. Mind you, how many properties would you be able to see on your own um, in in a weekend? Not many. Not many. Because no. So uh, we're talking three or four, or what are we talking here? Three or four, because. Um, what what we did was we actually contacted the developers and you know they're very busy people as well so it's quite yes. hard to get uh, to get the time with them so yeah three four yep. properties a week wow okay you know so you really you know and look that's probably a lot compared to what most people would see um uh going forwards and right. you, you know but even then three to four you're right that doesn't give you much sense especially when you say okay you're looking at one suburb today and another suburb to tomorrow um and then another suburb next week right you know it seems like yeah it's can be very much like you're driving around blind like just kind of guessing and hoping that hey you know um we we, we strike it lucky okay um so yeah all right so you've gone through that process six months still in you know, a long time and definitely enough you know, for you congratulations on not giving up because i think a lot of people out there will just say oh it's just too hard i'm never going to bother in, in investing um so at this stage you've now reached a point where you're like i need some help yep. okay cool and so when it comes to help, you go online, there are so many people out there who talk about what that they can help you, they can all help you get, get wealthy quickly, all of that. What sort of criteria did you have to choose the person who was going to help you? Great question. Um, I did go through a lot of buyer's agent. 
mm-hmm. um, especially the ones that I have listened to previously on the podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, but the most important thing for me, I think, was uh, basically how I was going to be looked after. Mm-hmm. So while I was listening to all the podcasts, I was thinking to myself, okay, if I use their services, who is going to look after me? Yes. Um, is it going to be one person? Is it going to be a lot, a group of people? Is it going to be uh, uh, the, 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 the owner of the company or is it going to be yes. someone else? Yes. Um, and that's, I guess that's where I came across you as well, Nero, because um, mm-hmm. um, I was reading on your website and you say you, you don't take many clients per month. And then mm-hmm. you, and it was actually you you know um, mm-hmm. that, that was going to look after the, the after the clients there was yes. there's so many buyers agents out there where they they train new staff and they uh you know they're, they're trying to grow their company and, yes and i and i feel like the services that i get from them might not be not might not represent the values of the original creators if that kind got of it thing. yes um, absolutely on other, yeah on the other hand you know investment rise you know is run by you by mm-hmm. Nero. So yes, that was the most important thing for me. Basically, I wanted to be looked after and I wanted yes. to get the service that really represents the core values of the company. And I think, uh, and I saw your, your website, it seems like, you know, it was you running the company and it's you that will bring these values to, to, to clients. Correct, you know, and so uh, look very much, you know, uh, I can see why you'd want to go down that path. I think the other thing with investing in property is it's not just about buying the property, right? It's, you know, you're going to have decisions or questions rather afterwards and you want to ensure that you can contact the person who's helped you get the property that they're still with the company, right? You know, mm-hmm. they haven't gone somewhere or whatever else, of, you know, from, from that perspective. So uh, I can see why you made that, that decision. Um, okay, so you've chosen to, to work with us. Fantastic. Um, Tell the the audience, if you don't mind, a little bit about sort of what the experience was. Um, how did you feel in terms of the data that was shared with you to show you which areas to invest in? Because I guess that was a big question you still were struggling to answer, despite six months. And you know, and, and knowing you like I do, and when you say you study something intensely, you studied it intensely, right? You know, if it was in a university exam, you would have aced it. So <laughs> you would have definitely d- done the work. So. After six months, still not having answered the probably the primary question of where to buy and why, how did you then feel when, in terms of how we addressed that question, the data points? Share a bit about that, please. Great. Uh, just before I answer that question, I just yeah. wanted to say I still remember our initial call, Nero. Mm-hmm. It, was mm-hmm. a, it was a 30 minute free consultation. Yes. And immediately I was drawn in to what you were going to offer me because I remember that initial conversation you really listened you know you really listened to what I needed and mm-hmm. um, I just felt like yes that, that that's it this is the person that's going to help me succeed in my investment goal so that, that I just wanted to mention that as well well thank you thank you you know and I think that <laughs> hopefully that gives anyone you know listening as well just a sense of confidence that there is no pressure if someone calls in. It's very much about understanding uh, whether we can help you. And of course, as I say on, on our website, if I don't think I can help someone, I'll let let let, them, let you know. And I'm very upfront uh, about that. So um, I know. Thank you for sharing that, uh, Peter. But yeah, let us know wh- what did you think then about how we address the question of where to buy and and why. 
Yep. So initially, like I said, I, I was thinking about investing uh, in areas that I was confident with. Hmm. But I remember that you, you know, you suggested, hey, Peter, why not uh, invest interstate where the property prices are cheaper hmm. and you get you, you uh, where you can get like, uh, you know, because at, at that time I was also thinking about you know whether I should buy apartments or whether mm. I should buy a house. Mm. Um, and as you know, houses in Brisbane, the prices have just gone, you know, through the roof. Go nuts, correct? Gone nuts. Yep. So yeah. you suggested why not you know invest in interstate, you know, mm. how where where houses in Brisbane can cost you millions, mm. in other states you can get it for four hundred, five hundred k. And that just kind of blew my mind because I would never have known that. Okay. I don't think on the weekends, I don't think I'm that committed to drive all the way up to Cairns or Townsville to check the houses. I wasn't, you know, <laughs> even though I was committed, I, I don't think I was that committed. And I think that's a little unrealistic, right? Because, you know, how much knowledge can you get from visiting a, reg a large regional area or even another capital city? in just a weekend right you know how do you know the demographics and everything else again it then becomes a bit of a, a gut feel guess you know sort of do i feel good about it and as as most investors do they just end up winging it right and if they get lucky fantastic but as, as we just said property investing is not something you want to rely on just pure luck about right okay um so okay so we're starting to look now at areas outside of where you live okay um and for many people that immediately freaks them out because they can't drive past the property to, to see it every weekend and and all the fears has come up you know what happens if someone damages my property or who are the people who are renting there i don't know who you know bob and jane are who are renting the property and all those sorts of questions so how did you feel about buying a property outside of where you actually lived and the support that you got to address some of these fears that you obviously had as well. So I think the first thing that you need to understand about property investment is you need to be a bit open-minded as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because like you said, a lot of people get freaked out thinking about investing in areas that they have never even heard of. Yep. yep. But I think with your data, Nero, with your expertise, mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. convinced me that you have the data. Yes. Suggests that you know these areas will will grow in value, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, which will which will give you you know your e equity for for future properties. Mm -hmm. So that confidence really came from you. You know you okay when you, when you presented the data, you you know you clearly stated how these areas are going to grow in the future in terms of you know the demographics and the infrastructure the future plans in that area. So all of those data that you presented really gave me the confidence to say, hey, let's do this. You know, I'm confident that this is a good idea and I, I, I can see how this can play out uh, and how future properties. Fantastic. So, okay. And so, you know, with, with, with data, data is data, right? Data can be overwhelming. Data still has to be interpreted and many you can make the wrong conclusion from the right data, um, you know, so, it sounds like the data that was presented to you was presented in a format that was that you felt was thorough because I said you know you're no um, uh, it's not as if this is new to you you've done a lot of reading a lot of study so you, you are you would have had pretty high expectations so it sounds like the data was pretty thorough but still simple enough to to understand and paint a picture of what the future could look like exactly 
That's correct. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, good. All right. So here we have now data. And, you know, I know that I've presented sort of a, a, a few different areas around the country because there are 15,000 suburbs around Australia. And so yeah. it's not about, oh, here's just one area and this is the only area you should invest in. I think that's a bit silly. You know, we, we presented to, I think it was three or four areas nation, nationwide. Um, how did you go about then choosing the, the areas? Uh, you know, what sort of feedback did you get from me to kind of say, okay, well, this is the right area for you to invest in? Um, well, you don't need to share where you invested in, but more importantly, how did you go about that decision-making process? Yep, uh, good question. So I think that's another important step of uh, probably investment as well. Now that mm. I've got all the options, all the possible options, the next step would be selecting which one to to really focus on. Mm. Um, and the thing that I liked about what you did, Nero, was you really you listened to my needs, you listened to mm-hmm. what I was trying to achieve, and you mm-hmm. recommended me a suburb that you think would really achieve my goal. Yep. And I yep. and I feel like if I had gone elsewhere, uh, they they might have just said, you know, hey, you just pick one. I don't care which one. Just go with whatever mm. you want. But for you, <laughs> yeah. Nero, you you always responded to my needs. If that kind mm-hmm. of makes sense. Yes, absolutely. Because again, what I always tell you know, clients is, yeah. yes, you want to rely on data, hundred percent. But you still need to be able to sleep at night, right? So, you know, it's a big decision and you've got to feel comfortable that you are with the right per- the right team and you're making the right decision for, for you, right? And so, uh, okay, so we've decided now where we're going to, to, to buy. That's a big step that most people don't even get to, right? But there are still further steps along the way, okay? So now we need to find the properties. Okay, um, and we had an interesting experience with the with the properties, which I'd love for you to sort of go 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 into. Um, but initially, uh, how did you feel about us finding the, the the properties? Were you just given one and said this is the only one? Were you kept informed? What was the property selection process like for you, Peter? Um, you presented many properties, I believe, Nero, and mm-hmm. I, uh, mm-hmm. throughout the whole throughout the whole process, I was really excited to see each mm. one. Because um, I, I had never thought that I would actually own an actual house. Yes. Because in my initially in my mind I was thinking apartment, apartment, townhouses. But here, here yes. we are. You presented me with properties. You know, four, yes. four house bedrooms. Yes. Yes. Um, four bedroom and, houses. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Correct. And you, okay. And. and you, Sorry, yeah, you go, Nero. No, no, absolutely. So I was going to say, um, you know, we're looking at the, these houses and I remember then we we found one that, that we liked and we negotiated a, a great price. Um, the, you know, and the, the, the price was good. Uh, the location was, was great. The property was structurally uh, sound, but then there was an unexpected last minute obstacle, right? Why don't you share a little bit about what that was and then what we decided to do as a result? So I was so excited when we actually had our first Zoom inspection of the yes. property. I was looking forward to seeing, you know, how my investment is going to look like. Mm. Um, unfortunately, it was it was it was it didn't go as planned uh, because yes. even though you said, like you said, Nero, the the structurally the building was fine. Mm. Uh, the main issue was uh, were the tenants. Mm. Yep. Um, when when we had the Zoom inspection, every single corner of the room had some sort of problem. It was either yes. it was a scratch, uh, it was dirty, 
I believe there were even ants on the floor or, or something. It was even yes. wet. It was water yes. on the floor as well. Yes. And uh, things just got worse, you know. Uh, when we went to the backyard, there was a huge dog that was damaging the, stru the structure of the house. It was digging in the corners of yes. the house. So um, it didn't go as planned. It didn't mm. go as planned. No, and I think that's, that's you know, it's very important to realize that a lot of people are buying properties sight unseen, right? They're going online, they're seeing some photos, uh, they're maybe getting the real estate agent, the selling agent to send them a video walkthrough, um, which is fine for an initial, you know, idea of the property. But you want to make sure that you're having someone on your side, whether you personally or someone on your side, look at the property because you don't know what's being kept from you and in this case what happened from which was really strange was that the tenants were you know for, were just really trashing the property and the poor owner of that property the seller didn't know because their property manager wasn't telling them mm -hmm. right so nobody knew until we turned up and it was was horrible right and I remember chatting to you and saying, look, well, here are the options. We could potentially uh, ask, get them to, to, to leave because they were in oh. breach and, and get the property vacant possession. But the risk was, the risk was we don't know what we were missing because the property was so cluttered. And so I wasn't happy with that particular property for you purely because even though everything else stacked up on numbers it was great rental return was fantastic the growth potential of the area was great we didn't know if you're going to be hit by an unexpected 10 grand bill you know four weeks after settlement right and so <clears throat> that's where when we looked at the risks and the downside i recommended we actually pull you out and look for another property we got your your deposit back um as as well uh, and then we were just we just moved on so hopefully that would have, you know, I'm guessing though initially that would have felt a little disappointing because, yes, this is all very data-driven, et cetera, but as you said, here you are, you're buying a house, you're becoming an investor, and we were so close and it was the last last step really yes. um, before we, we go, you know, unconditional. We, we were securing the property and I remember you saying, you know, Nero, what's your what's your what's your call? And we were at a situation where if I had told you, look, it's fine, you would have gone ahead with that property, right? Yeah. But what did I tell you? Um, let's pull out, Peter. I don't think this is going to yeah. work. <clears throat> mm, correct, absolutely, I'm, right? I'm really, I'm really glad that you did as well, Nero. <laughs> it's no, it's an absolute pleasure because you see, when you hire someone to do find the property for you, it's not just about the data. It's not just about the negotiation. It's also about having a duty of care to say, well, what are the risks that, you know, this client is is taking on, right? And for me, I just felt that, look, everything could have been fine. We don't know. But that's the key question. We didn't know. And we should never be buying a property where there's something important that we don't know, right? So we, we pulled you out of that, that that property. Yes, as disappointing as as it was in the short term, you know, you, I'm, you could definitely see the reasons why we were doing it. And then we moved on. We found you a, another property. Um, and how did you feel about that one? Then? My the second time round, I actually felt better than the first time because, mm. like you said, after you, you know, after we pulled out of the first investment property, I thought, wow, Nero really cares about my interests. He really does want me to succeed. So I thought, you know, I fully trust you. Um, mm. 
And I was even more excited. I felt, wow, how lucky am I to have gone through, you know, this twice already. So I've got the experience now. So I, I felt yes. more confident the second time around, actually. Fantastic. Well, look, thank you. And so, you know, we ended up finding a, a, a property that was just phenomenal, right, in terms of the quality of the property, the the, the location, um, the price versus rental returns was 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 awesome. Um, it's in a location that I really like, which is a location is being gentrified. Um, so you know, it's higher socioeconomic people moving into the area, more spending money, driving prices prices up. Uh, you know, we've now recently settled on 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 the, the property, and you know, you're yeah. you're a property owner. So yes, yeah, so congratulations, um, uh, uh, Peter. You know, you've gone through the, the the process, and you know, similar properties are already selling for a little bit more than what we bought for for you so you're already well and truly uh, ahead um it sounds like you know yes it was a, a longer process but you you always felt supported every step of the way is that fair to say indeed every step of the way you answered all of my questions all of my emails uh really yep. prop really promptly as well so thank Good. you so much for that. No, it was an absolute pleasure, um, uh, Peter. I think you know, really, again, thank you for coming, you know, on 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 this uh, podcast to just share your experience because there are so many other in investors. And look, you know, I have many clients who are onto their third property, their fifth property, but sometimes that's hard to relate to to them. And so that's why I like to get you know someone like yourself, a first time in investor, um, but not just someone and any kind of ordinary first-time investor you're someone who as i said at the start spent so long doing your study your research your due diligence to see if you could make this happen on your own and then when you realize oh hold on there are a lot of things that you don't know you don't know what you don't know um and i think that's that's the key thing you know you then decide look at a look for some professional help you know kudos to you for doing that and you know i'm certainly honored that you chose me and we've had a great experience to together peter so i think it's it's fantastic that you are doing uh, so well i know we're already putting in plans for number two how does that work when are you ready for for that because again property investing is not a one-time event it's a journey right and every property should be a stepping stone to the next one and that's something that you know that i am very very focused on so we you know we need to look for not just the capital growth but the rental growth um as well to ensure that you can then use this property to buy your second one whenever you know your plan su suggests as, as well so um peter it's been a pleasure you know uh, working with you thank you so much for coming on this 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 uh this call thank you so much for your your, your five-star google review as well that was just fa fantastic um Peter, um, was there anything, um, any last thoughts that, or comments you wanted to, to share before we wrap up, Peter? Um, I just wanted to say that uh, you are really a, a hidden, hidden gem, Nero. You know, I think. Thank you. Um, you really do care about your clients and take. Mm. You know, you, you have their interests at heart. That that's the most important thing. And I, I would encourage anyone out there who's you know trying to invest in property, just like I was. To reach out to Nero, I 100% guarantee that he would be able to help you. Wow, Peter, thank you so much, and to everyone uh, listening, thank you again for you know for this uh, being here with me, and uh, I will see you and uh, on the next episode. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Hi, it's Nero here again, and thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to find out more about how to invest in property, then check out the show notes below where you can see a link 
to get my book totally for free. You get both the digital version and the audio version. The book's called Wake Up Wealthier and it's a full blueprint on how to build a property investing portfolio. Now, if you want to work with us to get similar results to what Peter did, then in the show notes, there'll also be a link where you can book a totally free, no obligation consult to find out if we're the right people for you. Either way, thanks again for listening.